it's too bad that the fear of change then lets us become smaller. Hi, this is Dr. Friedman and you're watching Empowerment Solutions. Do you struggle with anxiety, stress, low self-esteem or a general sense of powerlessness? Well, in this podcast, me and my expert guests share with you tools, tips and strategies on how to overcome these struggles using the power of your conscious and subconscious mind so that you can live with greater joy, peace and empowered authenticity. You know, most of us want to be better. I certainly do. I want to always improve and you know, grow more and more into the better or best version of myself. And I think you may have a similar desire. The problem is something holds us back. Something doesn't allow us to change. And usually that something is a part of us that just is afraid of change. The uncertainty of the change. The possibility of the failure if we set a goal and we don't reach it. The question of what if I change and I don't like it? Or what if I change and the people around me don't like what I changed into? Can happen all the time. And I think it's too bad that the fear of change then lets us become smaller and gets us stuck in our comfort zones. Things where we feel like, well, at least we know that boredom, misery, pain that we have experienced for years now. There is no surprise effect. So I'm settling for that rather than going out and trying something else, trying to be someone else. And this is especially challenging, this change, when we have been stuck in an inner obstacle for many years. This can be anxiety, this can be lack of self-esteem. It can also be you're challenged by your weight, challenged by feeling shy, challenged by always having a pattern of being the pleaser who looks after everyone else, but never after yourself. The change out of that may be a deep desire, but the longer you wait, the further and further and further that different way of living gets away from you. And at some point it feels so far, so little tiny, that you just give up. Because you say, well, in my lifetime, I probably will never reach it. So I think it's really important that we are taking change as something that is one of our major purposes, our major projects in life. Because let's face it, just like looking at ourselves, sometimes I'm surprised when I look at myself on photos 20 years ago, how much I have changed. Change happens. It's natural. It's inevitable. But the way we are changing and the direction we are changing is all optional and up to us. So even if we think we are not changing because we are keeping ourselves safe in the same comfort zone and the same behavioral and emotional patterns, we're still going to change because life going to force us somehow to change. Now, I rather take the power in my hands and change the way I choose to 
than being forced to change the way life makes me to or my environment makes me to. Doesn't that feel better? So today I want to talk about five ways. In essence, these are five questions that when you ask them, when you are finding the answers for them, change becomes five times easier. I have seen this all the time, not only with myself, but also with my clients that changing by setting yourself up through these questions becomes easy. It's something that you just feel like, oh, now I know how to do this. And before you didn't. So the first thing that we need to do when we are changing is kind of getting, you know, the lay of the land, because often as I said, we are so accustomed to what we don't want that it becomes like the noise of the refrigerator in the background. Kind of is annoying, kind of is grating, but we still accept it. Or the, the pebble in the shoe that makes that journey, that walk a little harder, but somehow we are just not really ready to take that shoe off and shake that pebble out. So being more aware of how much, let's stay with anxiety and insecurity, how much this has held you back, makes you also then realize, whew, this is really a big price that I have been paying. And this is like the question that you want to answer to, where are you now? Now we are trying to, in general, avoid making ourselves feel bad. We do it all the time, but when someone asks us, so really think about how miserable you have been. We rather try to distract ourselves, eat a cookie, watch a show, or pretend that everything is fine. So really sit down and have a really good look at yourself and your life and ask yourself, how much has that anxiety and insecurity held me back? How much have I suffered by always feeling that when I wake up, I'm already waiting for the anxiety to show up and imprison me? How much has this insecurity prevented me from going after goals, asking someone out, having friendships, starting a new hobby, traveling, or just, you know, going for the opportunities that presented themselves? How much is my life somehow way less fulfilling and exciting than it could be because of the anxiety and the insecurity. And if you really go into not just, you know, those uh, words of, well, I'm, I'm always feeling stressed out. I'm always feeling that I'm not good enough. I doubt myself regularly. If you go from just making those statements when you answer, where are you now, to the feeling and really go into, yeah, the pain and the misery. And if you're then amping it up one step more where you would say, wow, how would my life be if in the next one to five years, nothing changes. I stay exactly the same. Sometimes it can really make you get the cold sweat running down your back, simply because there is something about realizing that 
this denial that you may have been in about this not really enjoyable and in many ways really uh, uh, you know a self-limiting uh, way of living that this is actually more serious and should be really addressed more urgently than you have because maybe you put everything else as more important than your own peace and happiness. So just write that down and get clear. I'm now here. These are the feelings I have. These are the situations that I really feel are less positive or actually plainly negative because of my anxiety and insecurity. And this is how my life would look like in five years. Maybe no one wants to talk to me. Maybe I don't have a job anymore. I have no friends left. Maybe I'm sitting at home with my cat and just feeling that I can't wait for, you know, the next day to be over because all I'm doing is just biding time. I know that sounds maybe very negative, but what happens is there is something inside of you then that says, this is a waste. I don't want to waste. I want to go for something else. It's like the analogy of, you know, a lion chasing you and you are realizing, oh, it's getting closer and closer. I better start running and better start to get away from it. That's how you want to feel. You want to feel pushed out of the rut, out of that feeling of entrapment. Unfortunately, that's not always enough, because if you only see what's bad, sometimes it may actually feel more deflating than uplifting. So you don't want to spend only time on that question, but then quickly go also to the next question. What do I want instead? Well, that's a really good question, right? What do I want instead? Maybe just like, duh, I want to not feel anxious, not feel insecure, not feel doubtful. Unfortunately, for the deeper part of the mind that we are working with when we want to build motivation, which is a subconscious, that does not work at all. A subconscious is not very good in knots. It focuses more on the feelings that are evoked by words. And when you say not anxious, you still on some level feel anxious or insecure. The not doesn't really compute. So try to find in what you want something much more positive, the opposite. How? Well, I like to divide a piece of paper into two columns. On the left side, I write down the things that I don't want, especially feeling things, but also certain behavioral patterns. And on the right side, I write down what I want instead. What are the things that you want to feel instead of anxious? Let's say calm, peaceful, maybe resilient. Instead of insecure, it could be confident, self-accepting. Instead of down and, and you know, depressed or, or unmotivated, you could say, I'm feeling excited, I'm feeling curious, I'm feeling open-minded. It's not so important that you are believing right now that this is possible for you. Because I know sometimes the mind says, yeah, that sounds nice, but that's for other people and not for you. It's more that you're feeling that this is a direction that I give my mind to go forward towards. 
And that is very important. You know, I often say to clients that if you, let's say, want to get away from debt and you're saying, well, all I'm focusing on is paying off the debt. Well, as soon as you have paid off the debt, you may lose motivation to actually, you know, get a little bit of cushion or have a, a bigger goal of having some kind of a prosperity and security or freedom. So you need to go beyond it. And that is the same thing with change of, let's say, anxiety and insecurity. You need to not just focus on that what feels like, well, maybe wouldn't it be nice if I could wake up and be just calm or neutral or a little bit more at ease. Go for the next place. If you can dream it, you can do it. But if you're never setting the bar high enough, you just have no chance to ever get there because your mind going to stop somewhere and, uh, and doesn't feel driven to move on. So make that list and then also get really into your senses again. Now, what does it feel like to be calm? When have you felt proud of yourself? When was there a moment when you just strutted into a room and felt like, well, I have it going on. I'm feeling great. I'm cool. It doesn't matter what other people are thinking. Maybe never. But it doesn't matter. With your senses, you can also go to places way in the past. You know, when I had uh, to deal with my confidence, I went all the way back to my high school years when I was a basketball center of my little team there in the Black Forest. And I remember times when we were really winning a game, blowing out the opponent, and I was a, the major uh, scorer, and it felt so good. And that confidence and that feeling of accomplishment, I could just tap into because that was a, a sensation that somehow was still stored inside of my memory box and then you feel that feeling and it just really goes through your body. You're releasing these very positive neuroendocrines, dopamine, serotonin, and, and that's enough for the mind to know, oh, now I know what he wants. Or when you think about calmness and peace, maybe there were moments on a Sunday morning in bed, it was quiet, you didn't have to go anywhere, maybe it was raining outside and it just felt like, oh, no pressure, no agenda, just being. That can also help you just to tap back into what you want, not just in those rare moments, but more as a general go-to feeling, a general default setting. So spend a little time viscerally remembering good emotional resources that are the direction that you want your mind to go to. Now, the third thing is that the third question you want to ask yourself is why? Why do you want what you want? Why do you want to change? And this is where you really go into the more details of how the change internally will ripple out into your life. And this is where you can say, my relationship's going to improve, or I'm going to have a relationship, period. Or maybe by feeling more calm inside of me, I also are able to heal that uh, trouble I had with my parents because I'm able to forgive them. Or I'm going to change my jobs. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to explore finally uh, the world by traveling more. I'm 
getting a new hobby or whatever those things are that are then rippling into your life. Because it's great to change on a, on a mental, emotional level. But if it doesn't really have any effects on how your life will be experienced by you, it is kind of something that just disappears. It's like watching a movie and feeling really good about the love story and then realizing at the end that you're still on your own and nothing really around you is similar to what you just watched. So let yourself really be inspired by something that you deeply desire. I don't know if you ever heard about SMART goals, you know, which are all about not being too far out there, being specific about what you want, having a memorable connection to what that feels like, but also making sure that you're not doing a, a goal setting that gets you into the impossible. You know, if you are living somewhere in a in a one bedroom apartment and you're visualizing living uh, in a big million dollar mansion in the Hamptons as your goal, something inside of you says, well, that sounds nice, but you are dreaming and you're dreaming pretty much out of your mind. So let's just bag this and know it's not going to happen. So you have to be realistic. It can be just getting out of this neighborhood and finding something else or leaving the city and living more in a smaller town or the things that you know, yes, they will take an effort. I don't know how to get there, but I know if I have more confidence and I feel in general more optimistic and positive and energized, I can get there. I can find a way. So dream big, but not as big that your dream just busts or bursts the moment you are writing it down. The why then also goes into the five year in the future. So you had the five year in the future if you don't change. And then you can write a little essay about the five year in the future if you don't change. And again, it's all fictional, but it may also just be the blueprint for the life that you always wanted, but didn't really dare to go for. And you can go for you know, other people's blueprint. Well, this person has done it. This, you know, kid from school, I remember, was not really as good as I was, you know, in in, uh, in school or as confident or as good looking or whatever. And then you see, huh, they could do it. Well, if they can do it, I can do it too. So get inspired, but really get clear that what you want is to know there is a reason why you want to put the effort in. Because we know Change is not just deciding that we do it. Change is also doing it every day and staying disciplined around it. And this is where the number four comes in, which is how do you know that you're changing? Not only how do you know that you're there, you know, it's like, uh, how do you know that you are in Egypt? Well, you see the pyramids and that gives you kind of a hint unless you think you're in Las Vegas, but I think they only have one there. So if you see multiple pyramids, you probably are near Cairo. But if you are only focusing on how do you know when you're there, you pretty much could say, well, I already have written this all down into what I want and why I want it. So this how do you know that you're on your way 
is much more about keeping you going. You know how often I work with people that come to me with a specific issue. I want to just be more confident in, let's say, work, speak up in meetings, go more for, you know, uh, challenging my manager with my ideas, being more someone who can also have, uh, you know, success because I'm implementing more and more, whatever. Be more in a place where I can excel. Great. They work on it. They are actually easily, much easier than they thought, achieving it. And then they come back and say, you know, I'm so unhappy. And I say, wow, you just got your promotion. You just had a really great review. Yeah, but you know, with the dating, I'm just feeling not so good in myself. And so the focus shifts, which is totally fine. We always can focus on new things, but the accomplishment of what they already have achieved gets totally ignored. And that is where you can also demotivate yourself because your mind really tries hard to get you from the comfort zone into the desired, you know, expansion zone in this bigger way of being and the better self. But if you're never satisfied, if you always feel like there is something else to yeah, complain about or nitpick about and you never really feel like you're there, your mind at some point, you know, will feel like a servant who has tried hard but never gets a paycheck. So it just quits. So, okay, I guess we're going to be unhappy. And then, unfortunately, that can also derail all your efforts to change and grow. So set very specific convincers that tell you, okay, if I gonna have 10 days of no negative thought and actually look in the mirror and smile on myself rather than having a nasty grimace, that would be already a really good evidence that I'm getting there. Or if I'm going through these challenging situations with, you know, my my friends where they make fun of me and I'm shrinking down, but instead I'm actually laughing with them and I'm saying after a while, you know, let's change topics. I heard enough about me. Let's focus on dot, dot, dot. If you are able to do that, then again, another convincer that you're on the right track. So set intermediate goals. This can be first internal goals and then behavioral goals that make you feel like, you know, like a railing or like these little uh, marks on the trees when you're on a hike. Oh, I'm still on the right track. I'm moving forward. And that is really, really important because it keeps you motivated. I know from all change I have been doing, it's not going like this. And it certainly is not an elevator. So it just goes up and down. And when you have a down phase and you're not seeing that you had several ups before and you're still on the right track, you will tell yourself, well, see, I'm back at zero. Nothing helps. I can't do it. And then you give up. So keep really track on your improvements. You can also be very specific uh, where you are writing down the things that you notice are better beyond having these, you know, intermediate goals. Because sometimes going back and telling yourself, wow, these are the situations that are different and I would still do them 
in those you know better and more empowered ways it really makes you just continuously feel empowered and also makes you feel continuously yeah confident in that you can do it because that is something a part of us this inner protector of the subconscious that says comfort zone over being happy safety better than freedom that's what this inner protector needs from us it needs to know that we are capable and that we believe in ourselves and our abilities and this is where the last question comes in how do you know that you can reach your goals how do you know that you have the gifts and qualities and strength to get there very important question right because if you you know would say uh you know i want to climb mount everest but you're living in flat florida and you never had climbed a mountain higher than 10 feet well probably it's going to be something where inside of you there is a lot of doubt if you can actually make it up on mount everest with your flip-flops so you have to be very clear that there is also for you an inventory that you want to make about what gets you from this place now to the future through the gifts that you have what are those and and for that, I always feel it's good to write down things that you already have succeeded in, things that you already have been changing. I mean, we, we all have been changing from living with our parents to living on our own, at least most of us. Most of us have been going through some schooling and have succeeded in it. Most of us have been in relationships and gotten out of it or have overcome the change of being broken up with most of us had some kind of an accident or some kind of a, an illness and we overcame it and we dealt with being ill and having the patience and the consistency to get well. Just pick things in your life that were about successes and accomplishments, that were about obstacles that you were overcoming and changes you have made and simply list those things and then ask yourself, how did I get there? what made me have those successes or overcome these obstacles and make those changes and don't always go for the same oh i just really put the nose to the grindstone i was very tenacious well maybe that's one of those things but maybe you were also good in asking for help maybe you're really creative in finding solutions maybe you were someone who loved to do research and really was very methodical about how to get from A to Z. Maybe there is something that you watched other people do it and you got really inspired by that. Maybe you have a great love and passion for whatever you wanted to accomplish and that love and passion got you there. Maybe it's that you needed someone who was giving you a sense of a boost, a feeling of, you know, I'm holding you accountable and that choosing a good accountability partner got you there there are countless strengths that we have and most of them we use some of them though we only use in those special times when we really want to go for it and those are the strengths we are not losing when we have the accomplishment but they stay sometimes dormant inside of us and we have to re-evoke them. We have to 
harness those qualities when there is the next change and the next goal to reach. To remember what you're capable of. Remember who you are and know that the life you have been living is probably not the best version that is possible for you. Don't underestimate your capacity to improve, your capacity to grow. You are watching me, not because you're feeling like everything is, you know, super dory. You're watching me because you want some way to make change easier. And those five starting points, they really get you on the right track. They give you fuel. They give you a map, a direction. They keep you moving forward. And then again, it is a step-by-step, -step, everyday effort that is required. Because the question that I haven't asked you to ask yourself is how? How do I do this change? And this is something that, especially when it comes to anxiety and insecurity, I can help you a lot with. And you can already find a lot of tools to make that change happen every day, one step at a time, for that breakthrough to occur. That is something you can find on my website, drfriedman.com. But in the meantime, really just know the first step is to set yourself up in that right direction with the right energy, and then knowing how to do it will come to you. <laughs>